Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Ezra 6, verses 19 through 22, and this text directly addresses God's rescue of his people in one way, and it indirectly alludes to God's rescue of his people in a couple other ways that we'll take a look at. But first, remember that at this point in biblical history, the exiles are coming back from the Babylonian captivity. The King Cyrus and King Darius have allowed them and provided for them to come back to Jerusalem and build the temple. This is a great era as what looked like all was lost is coming back together. They're able to worship from the temple. They're able to gather together as the people of God. And here's what verse 19 following says. On the 14th day of the first month, the returned exiles kept the Passover. For the priests and the Levites had purified themselves together. All of them were clean. So they slaughtered the Passover lamb for all returned exiles, for their fellow priests and for themselves. It was eaten by the people of Israel who had returned from exile and also by everyone who had joined them and separated himself from the uncleanness of the peoples of the land to worship the Lord, the God of Israel. And they kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with joy. For the Lord had made them joyful and had turned the heart of the king of Assyria to them so that he aided them in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel. Uh, what a great text. So let's do a little bit of remembering. What, what is the Passover? The Passover is the meal that was celebrated first right before the Israelites escaped from Pharaoh's control slavery that they were in in Egypt. Remember that the 10th plague was the angel of death was going to come and kill the firstborn in every household in Egypt. But the Israelites, God's people, were supposed to sacrifice this perfect lamb and put the blood on the doorpost. So when the angel came, it would pass over. It was an act of faith and obedience that distinguished the Israelite people from the Egyptians. And then, of course, shortly after that happened, they ran with unleavened bread, bread without yeast in it. And because it didn't take time to rise, they were in a hurry and they ran to the Red Sea. The sea parted and they crossed on dry land. The seas collapsed on the Egyptians and the Israelites were free under Moses' leadership. And the Passover is celebrated every year since then so they could remember the great thing that God did in bringing them up out of Egypt. Now, They've been exiles, so who knows what the status of the Passover was during the exile. There are some who think that the Israelites, the Jewish people, kept the Passover in some small way or in some subdued way wherever they were at. And as they were coming back to Jerusalem after the exile, they probably kept the Passover in some rudimentary way. Of course, out in the desert, way back after they left Egypt, they were in Tabernacle in this kind of mobile tent, and they would do their sacrifices and keep the Passover every year. But they are able, in this text, to keep the Passover in the rebuilt permanent temple. This is a huge, huge reason for celebration. And it's something that they probably thought would never happen again, as they were dispersed among the Babylonians and with no hope of coming back, rebuilding the temple. So this is a joyous occasion. And that's exactly what it says, that they celebrated seven days with joy. So the first rescue that this directly relates to is the rescue that God 
did to bring the Israelites back from exile. And that's an incredible rescue. It alludes indirectly to the second rescue, which is bringing the Israelites up out of Egypt, which was when the first Passover took place, like I just talked about. And it also alludes to a third rescue that is not yet happened where we're at in biblical history. And that is the rescue of the final Passover, the perfect lamb, Jesus Christ being sacrificed, the end of the sacrificial system, the end of the old covenant, the beginning of the new covenant, when the perfect lamb of God, Jesus Christ came, lived a sinless and perfect life. He upheld the perfect requirements of God's law and God placed on him the sin of men and women who he came to save. And he died on the cross. And on the third day, he rose again so that anybody who would put their faith and trust in Christ would no longer have to sacrifice to atone for their sin, but they would have the righteousness of Christ placed on them by faith. We're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And that whole deal was ushered in by this third rescue that is alluded to by the Passover that's celebrated here after the returned exiles are back in the temple. As it says, they celebrated with great joy. A couple other amazing things in this text. One is that what we talked about yesterday, that God had turned the heart of the king of Assyria, this outsider, this pagan God, God turned his heart to aid them in the rebuilding of the house of God, which is amazing. And it also says in verse 21 that some joined him, who some joined them who had separated themselves from the uncleanness of the peoples of the land. These weren't the people of Israel. These were others who joined them. And this alludes to or kind of prefigures the notion that eventually there will be men and women from every tribe, tongue, and nation, not just Israelites, as we've said over and over, but people who trust Christ from every tribe, tongue, and nation that will be folded in to the covenant family of God. Friend, I hope that you're part of that family because you have faith in Christ. I hope that you're part of that family because the righteousness that Christ lived on this earth and the penalty that he paid, which you and I deserve to pay for our sin, I hope that's been marked paid for you because you trust Christ. And if that's the case, you and I have every reason to celebrate with great joy, just as they did in Ezra 6. Lord, thank you for these sacrifices Thank you for the Passover initially, which started the whole story of your redemptive plan, the people of Israel coming up out of Egypt. Thank you for bringing them back from the exile here so they could celebrate again in the temple in Ezra 6. And Lord, especially thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross so that by faith in him, we could be part of your covenant family. We could be forgiven. We could be set free. We, we could be given a purpose that transcends anything the world has to offer. Lord, help us to use our lives to reflect your glory and to reflect that message to others. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. 
And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.